afternoon, Omega Radio listeners. Happy Saturday to all of you. Right about now, we're getting ready to connect with our proud sponsors here today. We have none other than Karim and Michelle Hyatt in the studios with us for Marriage in a Minute. Let's go ahead and stay tuned in and stay locked in. The next voices that you'll be hearing are the Hyatts with Marriage in a Minute right here on Omega Radio. From this moment. Hey, radio listeners, this is Michelle Hyatt. And this is Karim Hyatt. Host of Marriage in a Minute. Tune in every Saturday at 3.30 p.m. right here on Omega Radio Broadcasting Network for encouraging words on marriage. And listen, guys, check out our new website, www.marriagevantagepoint.com. And remember, you are the MVP in your marriage. From this moment. Good afternoon, radio listeners. This is uh, Karim and Michelle Hyatt with Marriage in a Minute coming to you today once again. Very beautiful day outside, and um, I have my wife here with me today. Last week, I was by myself. so Sometimes, sometimes but, um, he's got to be by himself. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank uh, you guys for listening today once again to Marriage in a Minute. It's a privilege, and we really are grateful to be able to uh, come on the air every Saturday to talk about this topic of marriage. Marriage. My wife is going to tell you about the weather. <laughs> I always give this great little, man, I should have been a meteorologist. But anyway, it is Saturday. It's 3.30. It is absolutely beautiful. And of course, if you have not yet had the opportunity to go out with your spouse or I'm not going to say by yourself, it's a marriage show, but <laughs> just to get out to do something, whatever, it doesn't matter, walk the dog, you know, wash the car, the bicycle, whatever it is that you have, wash something outside, <laughs> wash the baby outside, no, I'm kidding. But anyway, uh, just want to give a shout out, um, hoping that um, my friend Danielle and um, Dion are um, listening in right now, I just want to give a big shout out to one of the worst basketball players I've ever played ball with. The guy dribbles, he travels, he can't. No, I'm kidding. He's actually very, very good. But anyway, just wanted to give a big shout out to um to him today and his beautiful wife. Hopefully that the hopefully because the, and the reason why I actually called him today and say, hey, you have to listen at 3:30 today. And the reason is we had um done our research and we had done pretty much had written um what we're going to what we were going to do today and the last part we we left it off because we could not for some reason we were like drawing blanks like we were like man how do we end this and while we were talking today about how to diffuse anger and ups uh, by the way today is today's um show today's segment is one verse three secrets to great communication in your marriage yeah, that's a big big uh, issue in marriage. yeah it's communication tears down marriage is just not good. big time so as we were talking today about you know our wrong that we do at the basketball court every week they do not me. yeah he's perfect <laughs> he actually started it but anyway as we were talking today he said something so key, and I'm not going to say it now because I want him to listen to at the end. I don't want him to get his flowers yet. You got to wait it out, right? So, but anyway, but today we're talking about uh, one verse, three secrets to great communication. And I really have to say my husband wrote it this week. I didn't usually, 
I, I write a mean program, but today I really thought this was really good. It's key. It's James 1 verse 19. It says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Here's number one. Everyone must be quick to listen. So listen is number one. Slow to speak. That's number two. And slow to become angry. And, and if you really think about it, right, God created marriage. He doesn't just create marriage and just leave us blind and, you know, to find our own way. He gives us nuggets. He gives Guidelines. us verses to follow. And if you follow the verses as best as you can, it's going to help your marriage. So we're just encouraging you guys through this verse. This is these three secrets, we call it, in this one verse. Yeah. Great communication. And that's what we're trying to talk about today. Yeah. So, but before we go any further, I just want to, to highlight once again, Light the Night, coming up on October 28th, starting at 4, 4 p.m. Free food. That's Next all Saturday. the reason I'm going. <laughs> yep. It's sponsoring our program today, Light the Night. It's um, October 28th at 4 p.m. The address is 7800 Northwest 39th Street, Sunrise, Florida, 33351. 7800 Northwest 39th Street, Sunrise, Florida, 33351. Light the night starting at 4 p.m. All right, so now we got 11 minutes, and I own 10 minutes out of the 11 because we do this for 15 minutes. Remember what we say? It feels like a minute. That's why we call it marriage in a minute. So, number one, listen. It is very, very important when you're communicating to listen and it's biblical james 1 19 my dear brothers and sisters take note of this everyone must be quick to listen so this is not a suggestion it says must be so when you hear must be it's do it right so if you're with your spouse and you guys are having a conversation or a disagreement it's not our words, but it's the word of God. Be quick to listen. Yeah, and we're all, um, we all fall short of that, you know. But um, when, when the Lord is saying you should be quick to listen, a lot of times we don't think about the fact that when you're having a conversation, it's going smoothly. But the minute you interrupt your spouse, the minute you start to speak over your spouse, then that changes the whole atmosphere of it. So it's an urge that we have to. Um, try to avoid there's this urge that we have to get our point out you know but so you want you want to be able to have your spouse speak without interruption because you you want to be um, heard without interruption also so that's what one uh, I call it the secret is be quick to listen carefully and if you do if you are intentional about waiting you're uh, quick to listen number two would be wait your turn and sometimes when we're having disagreements or the conversation is so hot, like today when we were talking at the court, right? We had a mediator, a young mediator, Mr. Rudy, right? Rudy started mediating, goes, no, 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 you go first, you go second. Because it happens. It's such a natural thing because you want your point. You don't want to lose that point. And, and even for us here, and we do this radio show, right? We do it 15 minutes. There are times, not there are times, every single week we have to yield to one another to give one another an opportunity to say what's on our hearts. So even in your marriage, and this is good practice for us where 
you really want you you've got to wait your turn if you don't wait your turn nothing gets resolved you're yelling over each other you you're not listening emotionally listening to what your spouse is saying because you're so wanting to have your 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 turn and have your your say so you're not emotionally listening so and and it's a really good thing if you're really angry maybe not a good time to talk to each other at that point that's the reason why God said be slow to speak. The thing is this. Shut up. Know. In other words, Bible didn't say shut up, but don't, yeah. Don't tell your spouse to shut don't, up. Yeah, don't tell, don't tell your, your spouse to shut up. But that's but really is, what it's saying. Exactly. But if you think about it, if you don't uh, listen to your spouse and wait to your turn, if you start you know, speaking over your spouse, when it's your time to speak, you have no right to tell your spouse to listen to you. Oh, that's good. So that's that's the whole thing. So you don't have to control yourself. Your spouse controls their themselves or herself or himself in terms of waiting. Because again, you know, fight the urge to speak while she's speaking or he's speaking. Then you'll get slow to speak. You'll, slow you'll have to a speak. better communication like that. You'll have much better uh, opportunity to get what you want to say out. You're not going to get it out if you're both going at each other. And that's the, the, the thing that is natural to do. So this um, waiting your turn, that's what God is saying. Be slow to speak. Right? And number three, right? Same verse. James 1.19. Slow to become anger. Now, sometimes we're going to say, I don't choose to get angry, but it's what the person is saying to me causes me to become angry. And that was one of the discussions that we had this morning. And it was so it's and, and again, it's really when you speak out of term, you speak out of turn, you get upset, you really don't know what's on the other person's heart, but you think you have the right. You get so angry and there's this great verse there's and if you, I, I don't remember exactly where it is in the text, but when you really think about it, remember Moses, Moses did not get to see the promised land. Why? God told Moses, hey, speak to that rock and water will come forth. Moses struck the rock. So when you're speak, when you're dealing with a situation with your spouse, always remember, do not strike the rock when you're supposed to be speaking to the wrong. And I don't mean physically. I just mean spewing words. Remember sometimes when you when you start talking and you say things in anger, you can't get it back. And even if you do get it back, man, that long, you know, sometimes people think, oh, we can always apologize. We can always do this. I'll take them out to dinner. I'll buy this. Sometimes it gets so like a, a broken record. I've heard this before. And you, you, you deeply hurt someone with what you said. But what's so important? So this morning as we were talking, so Daniel ended this for us and he didn't even know he was so smart. But anyway, he said, you know what? I used to get angry about a lot of things here at the court and and i'm sorry for those who play sports and um especially basketball but whatever sports right it's very very everything's so subjective so whatever you say you think it should go there are no rules but there are some park rules but there are no refs so we really ref ourselves right which is it's a delicate balance right so and we ref each other and we make calls but we don't honor each other because we're so angry sometimes. Sometimes, But what Daniel said to me this morning, he said, you know what? I realized how I was getting 
somebody said it to me and I don't get as upset anymore. So one of the takeaways from our conversation and that we use for number three, train your emotions where it is your job to really manage your emotions, manage yourself and work on yourself. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of times the reason we lash out at our spouses in, when we're having a conflict is because we have this mindset like it's your spouse who's causing you to lash out. But when you really think about it, you know, and again, if you practice the verse, God is telling you that you, like Michelle said, you are the one who is responsible for your own emotions, your own lashing out, your own response. Um, nobody can let you respond in right right so it's something that is a challenge to all of us and we're learning you know at the basketball court i used to be kind of like the same way and i had to tone it down he called every so, foul y'all <laughs> you know and even that we had a conversation <laughs> about today and it kind of yeah. got a little heated but yeah we have to learn to you know just be slow to speak yeah. be slow to get angry and quick to listen to each other especially in the marriage because you are fighting together you're not fighting against each other and that's what the enemy wants you to do he wants you to start fighting against each other to have your marriage crumble and that's what god is saying to us do the opposite listen to his word and that's why i was saying in the beginning you know he gives us these um directions to follow in his word to have a great marriage and that's how we came to you today and we're talking about this one verse which is three secrets as a matter of fact today michelle fried some plants and, and she um oh, jesus I said to her you know um do you want how, how many should i take and she said you could have all of them and then i started eating all of them and she's like you could, you could leave one for me and i'm like you can have all of them <laughs> so i was like yeah communicating right <laughs> but that's that's super. <laughs> but no on a serious note yes um so communication in marriage you can't read your spouse's mind you've got to talk and the way to talk i think is using this verse right again be number one slow to speak right and and you've always heard people say this all the time that's the reason why you've got two ears and one mouth right you you can be slow to speak and, and I said to my husband, he goes, well, how, when people are angry, and one of the things I said, you know what, t t count to 10. We've, we've heard this all our lives where people will say, count to 10 before you say the wrong thing or make the wrong decision. Because again, once you spew, it is out. You can't take it back. It is out. And now you've got to work. You've got to work to bring things back to not even good, but to the bad where it used to be. I heard a phrase that says wisdom fills the brain before opening, before emptying the mouth, actually. Wow. And you can't do that unless you think first before you speak. So a lot of times, you know, when God says be slow to speak, you have to be silent. Even when your spouse is being heated or when you're being heated, your spouse has to remain silent both people can't be heated because then one person the cops are going to be at the house in like five minutes right yeah one yeah. person has to take control so to speak if both can't and that's what's gonna you know love is, is patient put it that way so we're just encouraging you know and we learn from this too it's like if you spray perfume and you walk in the mist we're telling you these things and we're actually having to practice them too so we're not saying that it's uh 100 percent perfect what we're saying is that keep strive for excellence right 
Yeah. That's the only way. And God is going to help you when he sees that you're doing that part. All right. So. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> and then not only that, when you see your spouse, <clears throat> sorry, when you see your spouse making an effort, right, to try to be different about something, I think it's up to you, the other person, to even, you take notice and you can also say, hey, I have seen growth in you. You know, I, we tell each other this all the time because it builds us up, exactly. right? It builds us. When 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 my husband say, will say to me, you know, I see such growth in, in whatever area or what you're doing. I, and or, or I'll say the same to him. Hey, I see that growth. What it does, it spur me on. I might not be where I need to be, but I realize that my attempts are not failed attempts. They are attempts to get me from where <clears throat> I was screaming at the court this morning at Daniel. <clears throat> I'm kidding. So, um, you know, like when, when you when your spouse tells you, you know, I see growth or I, I see you trying take that as the biggest compliment in the whole world because this is where you live this is where you're at every single day and of course they you know it's like when you go to work and you do a performance evaluation your boss is telling you i see growth i see you moving in this direction but i mean there is no three percent raise at the house but there's so much more tangible you know you've got kids you've got an environment that you want to keep safe and confident for your family and and it, you know and that security what it does is if if i say to to o'neill and say man i i see growth in you it does a lot for him it's going to build him and in then it's going to help me Amen. all right guys we're at the end of our program remember this verse the soft answer turns away your wrath but grievous words stir up anger it makes the fire kindle even higher so Try to practice to give soft answers. Be slow to speak, slow to get angry, and quick to listen. Join us next Saturday on Omega Radio Broadcasting Network of Marriage in a Minute on 101.9 FM here in Fort Lauderdale. Omega Radio, a uh, free mobile app. You listen all over the world. 89.9 FM in Jamaica. Big up to my Jamaican friends out there, too. All right, guys. So have a great rest of your afternoon, and God bless you guys. Remember have a great week. Sorry, remember our website, www.marriagevantagepoint.com. <laughs> that wasn't good communication. I just cut him off. Anyway, have a great week. God bless you. All right, Omega listeners, you were just tuned in to Marriage in a Minute here today on Omega Radio. We do hope that you enjoyed today's segment and that you will tune in next week Saturday at the same time of 3.30 to 3.45 p.m. right here on Omega Radio with your host, Karim and Michelle Hyatt. From this moment. Hey radio listeners, this is Michelle Hyatt. And this is Karim Hyatt. Host of Marriage in a Minute. Tune in every Saturday at 3.30pm right here on Omega Radio Broadcasting Network for encouraging words on marriage. And listen guys, check out our new website www.marriagevantagepoint.com And remember, you are the MVP in your marriage. From this moment.